Welcome to Mom's Life Made Simple, the podcast for moms who want to go from chaos to calm, from overwhelmed to organized, and to find balance between family responsibilities and personal growth. I'm your host, Chanel Nielsen. Let's make mom life simple. Hello and welcome to the Mom's Life Made Simple podcast. I'm your host, Chanel Nielsen, and welcome to the February challenge. Today, we are going to talk about our challenge for February, which is all about getting more and better sleep. So before we dive into that, in case you're new here, let me just explain the concept of the challenges and what we're doing this year. So for 2023, each month, we have a different focus and are focusing on a different way to get in more self-care so we can make our mom life simple. That is what we're all about and little ways, finding little ways to do things for yourself that don't take a lot of time, that don't take a lot of money, that are very easy to work in as habits in your daily life so that you can feel like you again, so that your mom life can go better and be simpler for you. So we, if you just are joining us in January, we worked on mindset. That was amazing. We had a lot of people participate. I hope to have even more here in February. So be sure to share. It's more fun with a friend and you guys can talk about how are you doing this challenge and how can you make it work for you? So in this episode, as I introduce the challenge, I'm going to talk about some reasons why sleep is so important. And then I'm going to give you some ideas for how to implement the challenge. Okay. So first of all, you may wonder why sleep? Why are we going there? That started because, um, in the Facebook group, I did a poll and this was the winner of, uh, what people wanted to work on next. If you would like a vote and you want your voice to be heard and you want to help us determine what we're going to do in upcoming months, be sure to join the Facebook group. So on Facebook, it's a group called self care for busy moms. You can join that and let your voice be heard so you can help us decide what comes next in the challenge. Now let's talk about sleep. So sleep is really interesting because I feel like sleep is a thing. It's a necessity that we think of as a luxury. Sleep is something that we feel like is almost a bonus or an extra, but actually it's so important and vital and crucial to our daily lives. So there are some benefits of improved sleep. When you have enough sleep and the quality of sleep that you need, it improves your immune system. So you're not going to get sick as often. I feel like for moms, this is huge. We are the caregivers. We're taking care of everyone else and we need to have a strong immune system so that we're not down and out getting sick and being the one who needs to take be taken care of. We want to be able to take care of our kids without picking up every sniffle that they're bringing home from kindergarten. So it better sleep will help you with that. Uh, another one, a benefit of improved sleep is weight regulation. So better sleep and getting the amount of sleep that we need does something really interesting. And I have noticed this on a personal level. If I don't get enough sleep, I'm hungrier and I have a hard time stopping eating and feeling full. That's the result of two hormones in our body called leptin and ghrelin. And I always get mixed up which one does which thing, but basically both of those together, one of you tell, one of them tells you when you're hungry and the other one tells you when you're full. 
And so if those are dysregulated, what's going to happen is you're going to feel hungry a lot more often and you're not going to feel as full and satisfied. And so as a result, not getting enough sleep directly relates to eating more. Now that's just one of the ways, one of the things that happens with weight regulation, one of the ways it's tied in because um, getting more sleep has other benefits to keep us at a healthier weight. So that alone, right ladies, we like that benefit of getting enough sleep. Uh, next one is better overall health. So there are a lot of, um, I talked about immune system. To me, that's kind of thinking of the sicknesses that come and go, but better overall health means that we're stronger, we're fitter, we're more mentally awake and aware, and everything's just working better as it should because we're giving our body that downtime to be able to rest. The next one is one that we are probably all intimately familiar with. Enough sleep will put us in a better mood. And I think about like my college days when I never got enough sleep. I could fake it for a while and be happy, you know, but there were times when I was just grumpy and miserable and tired. When I would sit down to listen to a class or even to go to church, man, it was just, I was exhausted. I was so tired all the time. As opposed to now, when I regularly get the amount of sleep that I need, I'm in a better mood. I'm happier. I am able to emotionally regulate. This is something one of our guest experts talks will talk in depth about later this month, which I thought was fascinating. I'll leave that to her, but you'll want to tune into those episodes to really learn more about the specifics. But this is one we all know. If you don't get enough sleep, you're grumpy. End of story, right? And that number of how much is enough sleep to where it's affecting our grumpiness levels, it might be different for me than it is for you, but I think it's fair to say for all of us, if we don't get our personal amount of needed sleep, we are not going to be in as good a mood. The next one is focus. Now, this is definitely true. When I try to sit and read a book and I'm sleep deprived, I cannot keep my mind focused on the book. And like I was saying about church or being in class, same thing. It's really hard to pay attention. All our mind wants to do is rest. It wants the sleep that we didn't give it the night or nights before. And finally, the last benefit of sleep that I'm going to talk about here is improved relationships. And I think that one really ties into the other things that we've talked about. If you are not in good health, if you're not in a good mood, if you're not focusing, that's going to directly affect your relationships, particularly your family relationships with your husband, with your kids, because you're not going to be able to show up the way that you want to show up because you'll be out of sorts. And sleep will allow you, when you get enough sleep, it will allow you to put your relationships in proper perspective. Now, sleep is such an interesting thing because it's kind of it underlies everything else that we do, right? Sometimes we know when we're sleep deprived and sometimes it's just kind of one of those things in the background that we're not even paying attention to. And so as we go through this challenge, that's what I really want you to do. 
I'm going to go through these ways to implement the challenge. And I want you to notice what's different for me when I implement this. What's different when I focus on my sleep? Am I noticing an improvement in my immune system, in my weight regulation, in my health, in my mood, in my focus, in my relationship? Where do you notice it? Because what we're doing in this challenge is trying to create new habits. Habits stick when we see the benefits because it becomes this positive feedback loop. In this case, we get more sleep, we feel better, and then if we take that little extra time to notice, not only do I feel better, but also it's easier for me to be kind to my kids when they leave their socks on the floor again. It's easier for me to be kind, and so I want to get more sleep so I can be more kind to my kids. It just adds that extra layer and that extra level that makes it more worth it for us to do. Now, here are some ideas for you on how to implement the challenge, how to make it work for you. Number one, go to bed earlier. You knew it was coming. We're going to start with that first This can be a hard one. I know a lot of people just live for that time after the kids go to bed, they finally have a minute to themselves. If that's you, please don't think that I'm trying to take that away from you. However, what if you just started with going to bed 15 minutes or a half hour earlier than you normally do? Just start off small and see, does that make a difference? Do you feel better? Another thing that you can do to help with this is to have um, environmental factors that assist you. And what I mean by that is turn the Wi-Fi off. Set your Wi-Fi to turn off at 10 p.m. Um, so that you're, you know, if you're streaming TV or if you are on your phone, that it's this automatic reminder to you, oh yeah, this is when I need to be done and I need to go to bed. And that can help because it kind of takes away the fun and makes it more appealing to go to bed. Um, the next one, number two, is having a consistent morning wake up time. I will tell you right now, this is the one I'm going to be focusing on. This is something that lately I've struggled a bit with because with meetings and different things in the morning, sometimes I have really early stuff and sometimes I don't quite have as much early, you know, early meetings. And so I want to sleep in a little bit more. And so for me, I want to regulate that by shrinking or growing my morning routine. So for me, what that will look like is if I have a meeting at 6 a.m., I will have a shorter morning routine and I will still get up at 5.30, giving me enough time to get ready and do a short morning routine. On the other days, maybe I don't have anything until 7, but I'll get up at 5.30, get ready, have a nice, long, luxurious morning routine. So that's what's going to shift for me, getting up at the same time every day and then lengthening or shortening my morning routine depending on what comes next. So what does that look like for you to have a consistent wake up time? Maybe it's knowing what time you need to get up for your kids to get ready for school and deciding to set the alarm 15 minutes before that every day Or it's knowing your toddler wakes up between this time and this time and you deciding to get up on the earlier end, right? Get up on the earlier side so you have a little bit of time to yourself 
in order to start your day right. Now you might say, wait a minute, Chanel, what are you talking about? That you just said get up earlier. Yeah, because here's why. When you have a consistent morning time that you wake up, You're going to set your internal clock so that you get tired at the same time every night. Your body doesn't know what time you're waking up tomorrow. However, if you routinely do the same thing over and over, you get up at the same time and you go to sleep at the same time, you can count on how many hours you're going to have in bed. And that is what your body needs to know to be able to settle down and fall asleep at night. So number two is a consistent wake up time. Number three is a better bedtime routine. If you are like many of us, you are go, go, go all day. You're doing all the things for the kids. And then at night, you usually, most of us are either on our devices or on TV. And in all reality, for the most part, that's not a time when our brain can truly relax. And so turning those things off and having some kind of routine that works for you to help you settle down. It can be reading. It can be talking to your spouse. It can be taking a bath. It can be meditating. It can be a formal kind of thing, or it can be a little bit simpler where you're just turning off your devices and really going into your bedroom, um, getting, you know, doing your face your skincare, washing your face, brushing your teeth, all those things that we do, but really being intentional that you're doing those without electronics. Maybe you're dimming the lights. You're starting in many ways to prepare your body for sleep rather than going from heightened emotional state you know, electronics playing, all these things to immediately hopping in bed. Our brains like that transition time and it's very helpful if we do it as a routine so we can know what to expect and we're using that time to prepare ourselves for bed. Number four is a better sleep environment. So if you've read anything about sleep, you probably know dark room is really key as well as a cool room. I struggle with that one because I like to be warm when I sleep, but we keep the room fairly cool and I'll add in extra blankets if, I've, if I'm cold. And then now, because I'm in my mid-40s, I take those blankets off in the middle of the night. That's a story for a different day. But sleep environment. How can you make sure that you're setting up your environment for sleep? Another way to, another thing you could do for your sleep environment is to look around your room. Is it cluttered? Clutter has been shown to actually interfere with a good night's sleep. Do you have electronics in your room? That can interfere with a good night's sleep. So what in your environment could you improve to help you get better sleep? Finally, and this is one you will learn a lot about in the later episodes this month, a better daytime routine. So looking at your nutrition, looking at how much caffeine you're having in the day, looking at sources of light. Are you getting morning light first thing so that your body knows it's morning time that will help with your rhythms and help you know when it's nighttime and time to go to sleep. So all of these things getting to bed earlier, having a consistent morning wake-up time, a better bedtime routine, a better sleep environment, or a better daytime routine, 
All of them can be very, very simple. And that is what I want you to think of. What is one simple thing that you can do, maybe in the list I just gave, maybe another idea you have to get better sleep, and then work on implementing it this month. So one of the things that I've prepared to help make this easier for you is a tracker where you can mark down each day in February, did I do what I set out to do to get more and better sleep? You can get that from chanelnielsen.com forward slash self-care challenge 2023. It's self-care-challenge-2023. There's a tracker to mark everything off to really uh, pay attention because what we focus on improves. And so this will help you to record your progress to see, yes, I'm actually making a difference, even though it's this tiny, simple little habit Mark it down, notice what you're doing, and then notice what a difference it makes for you. Now, as we have guests come on later this month, they will talk about their giveaways for the challenge. In order to enter those, you're going to want to go to chanelnielsen.com forward slash enter the challenge, enter dash the dash challenge so that you can win more details on those prizes to come. So I'm excited for you for February to get more and better sleep. I'm excited to hear about how it goes for you. And we'll see you next time on Mom's Life Made Simple. Thank you for listening to Mom's Life Made Simple. I'm so glad that you're here and I want you to join us for the 2023 Self-Care Challenge. Each month, we will be diving into a different area of simple self-care, learning how to create habits that allow you to make time for yourself. So to join the challenge, go to chanelnielsen.com forward slash self-care 2023. When you join, you'll get access to free downloads that help you to create and track your new habits, as well as a link to the community so that you can discuss and win prizes that the guests are sharing on the podcast. I'm so excited for you to make self-care part of your year in 2023.